have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Driving Movies. This week, we are doing Forrest Gump versus Big Fish. Two stories about uh, two very extraordinary lives, I would say. So, let's get into the details around these, starting with Forrest Gump. That is from what year? Oh, shoot. 1990? Exactly. 1990, exactly. Uh, it is 1994. Okay. The year of my birth. The year of your birth. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just forgot about it. That's all right. That's a pretty big movie for, it is. for your birth year, so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, that is directed by Robert Zemeckis, written by Eric Roth, and based on a novel by Winston Groom. That stars Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump, Robin Wright as Jenny Curran, Curran? I don't know how you say her last name. Do they even say her last name in the movie? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Gary Sinise as Lieutenant Dan Taylor. Sally Field as Mrs. Gump. And Michael T. Williamson as Bubba Blue. That is going up against Big Fish from what year? 2002. Ooh, so close. 2003. I'm 0 for 2. When's the last time that happened? Yeah, you're really slacking on this one. <laughs> uh, this one is directed by Tim Burton. Written by John August, and also based on a novel, written by Daniel Wallace. This one's got uh, quite a bit more characters in here. Well, quite a bit more bigger names, I would say. This one stars Ewan McGregor as young Edward Bloom, Albert Finney as old Edward Bloom, Billy Crudup as Will Bloom, Jessica Lange as old Sandra Bloom, Alison Lohman as young Sandra Bloom, Helena Bonham Carter as Jenny and the Old Witch. Robert Gulami as Dr. Bennett. Marion Cotillard as Josephine. Steve Buscemi as Norther Winslow. And Danny DeVito as Amos Calloway. I will turn it over to you now to talk about what these movies are about. Forrest Gump, you have Forrest, who is a guy with a lower IQ, is how they describe him. So he just wants the love of his life, Jenny. So it kind of follows his life as he gets older. He ends up going to Vietnam. He meets Lieutenant Dan and uh, Bubba, Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah, and you basically follow him as he searches for Jenny. And he finds her and sees that she's having a pretty rough life. So it's uh, uplifting and kind of rough story to watch at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of like a roller coaster. It has its ups and downs. And I they... feel like... Yeah, go ahead. They they tackle some heavy subjects in a kind of a lighthearted manner. Yeah, for sure. And Big Fish is very similar to that. So Big Fish is about a father and a son. The father always tells his, his son when he's younger these crazy stories about his life. And then when he gets older, the son starts to realize, like, this is he's probably lying to me. Like, what what's happening? So he starts to resent him 
Well, we find out that the father's dying, so the son comes home from Paris to see his dad before he's he's passing away. And his dad starts telling him these stories, and his son really wants to know the truth. So you kind of get these... You're seeing a lot of the crazy stories play out, mm. and it's pretty fun to watch. And this is another one of those that is like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, for sure. I When I picked this matchup, I thought initially, I was like, these movies are, are similar because they're they go through someone's life and mm-hmm. he, he talks to different people and, and has all these different interactions. And then watching them back to back, I was like, wow, these movies are like really they similar. Are real. Yeah. <laughs> you have kind of like, uh, even his childhood, how he was, uh, in, in big fish, he's dealing with his muscles overgrowing in Forrest Gump. <laughs> he's dealing with his, uh, leg braces. Uh, they both go to a war. There's a, there's a war right. segment mm-hmm. of it. Um, they both fall in love with with a lady who they're pursuing pretty much for the whole movie. I was like, wow, these uh, these movies are <laughs> pretty similar here. But let's uh, let's start getting into some of the categories here, starting with the writing. What did you think about these two movies in particular? Yeah, I'll start with Big Fish. So you have the present time. So the way they wrote it is you see the present time, then they kind of go into the story. And then you're seeing the story play out. Then they'll bring you back to the present. Then you'll go back to the story and and throughout the life. I like those types of movies if they're done right. And Big Fish is certainly done right. Mm -hmm. It flows very well. There's never any confusion for me where they're at. I guess mainly because the dad is laying in the bed dying every time Mm -hmm. they come back to the, the present. But I just enjoy watching the different adventures that the father is telling the son. I think it's fun to watch the the dad explain all these crazy things and you're like did these actually happen or did they not is he what is he saying mm-hmm. yeah i think I it was good yeah i just I was gonna say i thought it was written well i think uh this is the most interesting tim burton film to watch because yeah. it is the most like tame i think tim burton movie. yeah tim burton's mm-hmm. usually either like super dark super weird uh that's just kind of his style and big fish Definitely has those weird moments. Like, it definitely feels like a Tim Burton movie, but it's the most controlled craziness of all of his films. And I think it actually works the best of all of his movies because yeah. you kind of get you get a normal storyline filled with all types of emotions. You you know, you have some funny moments in the, in the story. You have some kind of darker, sad, uh, heavier subjects that they, they tackle in that one. But on top of that all, with the father's kind of over-the-top storytelling, you have a little bit of that Tim Burton zest thrown on top, which just makes the storytelling that much more fantastical, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is this is a really exciting life, and this is, you know, an incredible story that this, this guy is telling, and if his life really was like this, then, wow, he had, he had an amazing life. And I think it just works with the storytelling that, yes, his, his recollection of his life is a little... It, it's mixed in with some flavor to make it more exciting. And I think the style of Tim Burton really takes that storyline and, and uh, enhances it with, I can't think to that <laughs> kind of... Pizzazz. yeah, yeah. You got it. Pizzazz. I got you. Uh, so I, I like the way that the story flows. I think the, the zaniness of it works well. And I, I agree with you. I think jumping from, you know the the tales of the father back to present day where the son's trying to get a little bit more information the way that the story is set up and how you're kind of going back and forth and coming back to reality yeah. and then going back to the 
the crazy tales and then coming back to reality and seeing kind of the dry kind of it's almost bleak when it comes back to reality you know it's not as it's not as bright it's not as i'm probably talking way too much about tech actually now that i'm thinking about <laughs> it and writing but you know you don't have uh you can kind of see the difference between the father telling the story of his life and and coming back to reality and i think just the way that the story is set up that way where you're kind of hopping back and forth really makes the ending that much more satisfying when it all for sure plays out so i i think they do a really good job of keeping that writing interesting yeah hmm. for forrest gump this is uh, i think everybody knows forrest gump even if they haven't seen it they know just from other shows or something mm-hmm. referencing forrest gump so it's a similar concept you follow along Forrest, though, as he's going through the stages of his life. And that story is interesting on its own, just because of the things he decides to do. Mm-hmm. He'll just decide something like the running. I felt like running. So then he goes on this like cross-country run, or like joining the military, or like just all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. it's you're just interested in where he's going to go next, and then finding Jenny, of course, just makes the story even more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I like it, too. I like the writing. Yeah, the writing in Forrest Gump is also really good because i like the little nods that they throw in there too with like him meeting the different presidents he has like random interactions with with people that have further meaning down the line where i think even when he was running and he's like some slogan guy came up to him and (laughs) was trying to get some slogans and he just said something and all of a sudden that guy became a millionaire (laughs) because because he got a slogan you have lieutenant dan investing in apple and he gets a letter saying that he's now a gajillionaire or whatever <laughs> so it's got a lot of like pulp pulp pop culture <laughs> pulp culture pulp culture pop culture <laughs> references that i think are, are done really well sprinkled in through that movie and you kind of have that same flow where you have Forrest sitting on a bench waiting for a bus kind of telling his life to whoever is listening for sure because mm-hmm. the person changes from it's like three different people that are sitting there listening to his story. Again, I think that that story flows pretty well. The only thing I'll say about Forrest Gump and the writing, though, is I think it, it kind of tends to drag more than I thought Big Fish did. And maybe just because Big Fish is a little bit shorter. So around that yeah. time where it's like, okay, what what else is he going to do in his life? Big Fish kind of wraps up. Whereas Forrest, he just does... He, he does so much in his life that when it just keeps going, you're like, oh, gosh. There's like a <laughs> montage of him mowing the lawn. He's like, I started mowing the lawn. You're like, oh, okay, what else are you going to do, you know? <laughs> I, I still love all of the writing in that movie. I just think there's certain parts of that movie where you're like, oh, my gosh. How much more can, can this guy possibly do? Right. So with that in mind, I'm actually going to give my point in writing to Big Fish. I think it's a tighter package in the writing, and it has a more satisfying ending as a result to the rest of the movie. Like, I think the rest of the movie sets up that end so well. Whereas Forrest Gump, it's just, it's enjoyable all the way through, but there's nothing really in the writing where I was like, oh man, they did such a good job of kind of setting this whole story up. Where I think Big Fish kind of has that upper hand. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Uh, this is the first time I've seen Big Fish. Is it really? It is. Mm. So you know when you have that first time watching a movie mm-hmm. and it really like sets in your emotions. 
That's how you know it's a good movie mm-hmm. is when it plays with your your emotions and you kind of lose track of reality. So I'm giving it to Big Fish, too, because that did it more to me than Forrest Gump. Nice. What about characters? Ooh, characters is a fun one. Unlike last week, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so, uh, where do I begin? Uh, I'll start with Forrest Gump. Uh, Tom Hanks does an excellent job acting. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jenny. Jenny's good. I don't know. I I always focus on Forrest and Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. When it, that, that relationship, because anytime... Especially when it's like, I feel bad, but when Lieutenant Dan starts to lose his mind, mm-hmm. those parts are kind of enjoyable. On the ship? Yes. But some of the comments he makes. Yeah, I, I think uh, I like the relationship between Lieutenant Dan and, and Forrest, too. Mm-hmm. Especially because Forrest is such a, just an innocent, lighthearted person. For sure. And Lieutenant Dan, something happens in the movie where he feels cheated by Forrest. In a way. Um, so he's very cold to him. And I, I think the reason I like that relationship is because you see kind of an arc to Lieutenant Dan's character as their relationship kind of goes back and forth. Whereas Jenny, I don't really like Jenny. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Jenny is kind of, not kind of, she's a toxic person. And the decisions that she makes in the movie probably anger anyone who watches it honestly <laughs> i don't know if you can watch that movie and be like oh yeah she's yeah she's oh, making Jenny. she's making the best decision <laughs> she she is a victim of an abusive childhood and um kind of a, a broken past sure but i don't know it, it just she does a good job acting i understand the character how it plays into the larger scope of that film it's just not a character that i particularly like sure ellie said you're not supposed to like her i don't know i i can see kind of some of that but i don't know i just wish no i don't wish i i think her <laughs> character i i think her character is written the way that she's meant to be written for that Makes movie sense. Mm-hmm. she's just not entirely likable which is fine there's a lot of characters in big fish there's a lot of characters <laughs> in big fish because most of them have young and old versions of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So you have Ed Bloom, who is the main, he is the father. So he's the one that you kind of follow his story along. I think the young and the old version do a good job portraying him. Oh my gosh. I'm just looking at this cast list. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter. I didn't know she was in it. That was fun to see. (laughs) It's Tim Burton. Of course she's in it. Oh, oh, you're right. Of course. Why? Silly me. Also, how tall is Carl the Giant? I don't know. In real life. Well, at the end, they show him and... He's actually standing next to people, so he's pretty tall, but... Obviously not a giant. <laughs> yeah, obviously not a giant. <laughs> but I really enjoyed. I I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed the acting, the characters, kind of everything play out. Yeah, I think the acting is really good. Ewan McGregor as the uh, kind of main character. He's the young sure. version of the dad, so you're you're following him as the dad is recalling his life experiences. Uh, he does a great job at, at, at acting. Some of it's a little cheesy. Some of the some of the acting, I think, is a little silly. But I think the movie sure. kind of calls for it because it is such tall tales. So they're kind of over-exaggerating certain performances. The side characters are fun. Steve Buscemi, Danny DeVito, Helena Bonham Carter. I, I don't really like the son. I get his sure. mm-hmm. story and his arc and his feelings. And I think he does a great job of portraying that so that the movie has a more fulfilling purpose 
to it. Do I like his character? Not really. I mean, <laughs> he's fine. Uh, he's, he just really wants to get to know his dad. And every right. time his dad talks about himself, it's always fluff. So he gets frustrated that there's a line in the movie that I like where he's like, we're like strangers who know each other very well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's an interesting dynamic between those two. I think comparing these two movies together, I think I like the acting and the arc of the characters more in Forrest Gump, actually. Mm, okay. I think they have a little bit more time to flesh out Forrest's character, obviously. I like the arc of Lieutenant Dan. I like the impact of Bubba on his life and his mom. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, they play important roles on his overall development as a character. And then even as Jenny comes and goes, she's kind of like the driving force of why he does the things he does in the movie. I like the um, characters in Big Fish, and I like the wide range of just crazy and interesting characters that he runs into. But I think in terms of depth and acting-wise, I think the characters are just a little bit more interesting in Forrest Gump than Big Fish. I'll agree with you. I enjoyed the acting a bit more in Forrest Gump. All right, so we're one-on-one right now on Big Fish and Forrest Gump. Moving on to music. What did you think about the music in these two? This category I'm pretty confident on. Okay, let's hear it. Uh-huh. So, Big Fish, you have a pretty good soundtrack. There's a, a big mix of genres. Mm-hmm. Pretty diverse. I think both of these movies are pretty diverse in their song choices. Yeah. Big Fish a little bit more. You have anything from, uh, I don't know, like 90s music to 70s. But you also have an original score by the very own Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. And, mm I listened to that. I listened to every song. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Separately from the movie, but I noticed it in the movie. Mm-hmm. He does a very good job of, I think that's where my emotions come in, setting up the scenes. There's some heavy music. There's some sad, some suspenseful. I'm a sucker for Danny Elfman. And your emotions follow right along. Follow right along. Yeah, I, I like the score in Big Fish. Both of them also have kind of a soundtrack as well. That yes. follows through the time period. So, you know, when they're younger, it seems like it's like 50s, 60s music. And then they go into Vietnam and it's all the Viet- Vietnam music and Forrest Gump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's going, I forget what, what war it was in Big Fish. World War II? It was World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Oh, maybe where is Korea. He Japan? Yeah. I, I think that was North Korea. Oh, uh, okay. The North Korean flag. Mm-hmm. So... And then you kind of have some some war music in there. I, I don't know if there was actually a soundtrack in, in that part, but you kind of have different songs that fit the time period in both of them. Yeah. And then you do have an original score in both. Big Fish, you have Danny Elfman, who I think is great at kind of portraying that otherworldly kind of soundtrack. So yeah. when you have those fantastical uh, flashbacks to the dad's life, the soundtrack kind of almost fits that inflated style where this is this is a story that he's telling. It's not necessarily sure fact. You might have a little bit of extra oomph to it. <laughs> so the soundtrack does a good job of of following kind of that trend, but then also when you come back to present day, it's kind of got more of a much like how I described Big Fish for Tim Burton earlier. It's sure. a little bit more subdued and more melodramatic because of 
the scenario that's happening within the movie, but a really good soundtrack nonetheless. Uh, the soundtrack in Forrest Gump, mainly I noticed more of the soundtrack element. There is a score too, but really the only time I noticed the score is at the very beginning and the very end, which is like For the sure. same like theme song. And I love that theme song. I think it's, it's a beautiful theme song, but I don't, I don't recall the music in the rest of that movie. No, I'm with you. So I think I think I'll agree with you. I think I'll give it to Big Fish on this Ooh, one. Ooh, all right. We two and one now. Two and one. What about Tech? Tech. Big Fish is a fun movie to watch. There's a lot of colors. I love when they go to that city in the forest, or he goes to that town in the forest. Spectre. Spectre. Yes, where everyone is sh- shoeless. That night scene, and I feel like I've seen that town before. I- I'm sure it's a movie set, and I maybe, maybe I've you been went the there. Spectre. Yeah, maybe you've been the Spectre. Oh shoot! Ooh. You're you're early. <laughs> Gotta go, but it's just very nice to look at. And it was what did I? When did that come out? Ninety two thousand three. <laughs> Ninety two thousand three. <laughs> it's ahead of its time. So maybe that's why it looks a little bit better than Forrest Gump. A little bit, but I enjoy all the colors. Forrest Gump is a little bit more subdued for me, which is fine. I mean, it fits the, it's not trying to be as crazy as Big Fish. So I get it, but I didn't notice anything bad about either of them. Yeah, so I, again, I like the storytelling segments of Big Fish. They're more colorful. They're Mm -hmm. a little zanier, which is kind of where Tim Burton shines. The other aspect that I brought up was just how when you get into those storytelling elements... Um, everything seems brighter, happier, and then when you come back to present day, it's kind of bleak, sure, a little bit darker, which I thought was was an interesting way to reflect just how wild his stories were. Right. And then also the editing. I think the editing was pretty good because you're you're hopping back and forth. Uh, well, I guess I'll say the editing was good in both of them. They're they're very similar in the way that yeah, they yeah. tell their stories and how they kind of hop back and forth. The thing I'll say about Forrest Gump is I really like the way that they, I think they did a better job of incorporating the time period into the story. So you could really see, you know, what, 60s, 70s, 80s, um, him meeting all the different presidents, which that was kind of funny too, how they like almost (laughs) CGI'd their mouths to make them (laughs) seem like they were talking to Forrest Gump and how they kind of used... They like superimposed him into historical footage to make it seem <laughs> yeah. like he he was there. I thought they did an amazing job of that. Where like this movie was made in the nineties, and they they did a good job of making it look like he was at all these historical. Uh, <laughs> maybe he uh, was. Maybe he was. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks was was there. The other thing I'll say is, despite Big Fish being more mystical. In its yeah. storytelling, Forrest Gump seems grander to me. Like it seems like a wider scope of a movie. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Because you have Vietnam, because you have him running across the country, you have him playing ping pong in <laughs> China. I, I don't know. It just seems it seems like a bigger movie. It seems like it had more more of an ambition, and I think it paid off in the end. I think it achieved that kind of grandiose storytelling of of Forrest Gump's life. Yeah. But the thing that takes the cake for me is Lieutenant Dan's legs. <laughs> How did they get rid of him? That's the best CG I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> I want to know how they did it. I want to know how Gary Sinise did that. 
And you know what? Because of that, Forrest Gump is getting my point because it still baffles my mind to this day. It's like a magic trick. It's incredible. It is a magic trick. (laughs) 90s CGI somehow made this guy's legs disappear. And you know what? It looks amazing. And his acting, man, it just, it's like the best magician's assistant where it's like they, (laughs) they do it perfectly where you're like, wow, they really executed that trick amazingly. I, he, I don't even know if it's trick. Maybe it is real. Maybe they cut off his legs. and <laughs> He's like, you know what? Anything for the role. <laughs> I'm giving it to Big Fish. All right. We differ here. We differ. So I'm two and two. My three and, and one? Three and one. Okay. Which movie do you enjoy more? I like both of these. I enjoyed both. So if you haven't seen either, certainly watch them both. But I was very surprised by Big Fish. I'm going to give that my enjoyment point. I always, I remember seeing the cover as a kid, but as a kid, you're like, that's a weird looking thing. The tree makes lettering. And then you're like, okay, I'll I'll go back to watching. Looks like a circus movie and you're like, yeah, nah, let me watch Power Rangers for the live action for the 14th time. Ugh, Power Rangers sucks. (laughs) Oh, that's a hot take. I like the live action one. What, the new movie? <laughs> no, the one from the 90s. Yeah, they're both bad. <laughs> For another day. <laughs> Maybe that'll be on the June. Uh, but yeah, go watch Big Fish. I like that movie. Did you cry? Yeah, I shed a tear. I've seen that movie like maybe a half dozen times, and it gets me every time. I'm watching that end, and I'm like, God. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it is. Gonna, I know it's coming. Start crying again. <laughs> they just they just execute it so perfectly. Like that ending is probably one of the best endings I've seen in a movie. Where it just makes the rest of the movie that much better. For sure. Because if it didn't have that ending, I don't know if the rest of the movie would be as good as it is. Right. But just that build up and then getting to that ending point, you're like, wow, that that was. That was a good movie. <laughs> Forrest Gump, I think, is also a great movie. I think Forrest Gump probably has more more of a wider scope of an audience. Like, I think more people will probably enjoy Forrest Gump than they will Big Fish. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, in a lot of ways, Forrest Gump is a better movie than Big Fish. I just, I, I tend to enjoy Big Fish more than Forrest Gump. It's a little bit shorter, and I think they package their story a little bit more neatly within that time frame whereas Forrest Gump I like a lot of elements of that movie there's some scenes that I'm like "Mm, I'll skip this part sure you know because I've seen Forrest Gump so many times that like if it's on TV you can probably catch a moment where you're like oh I really like this scene where you know he's he's running I, I really like this scene it's it's really cool and then it'll cut to him like walking around with Jenny and you're like, okay, I'm going to change the channel now. You know, like (laughs) there's just moments in it where I kind of lose interest. Sure. Where I don't, I don't feel like I have that with big fish. I think the, the entirety of the movie serves a purpose and there's nothing in it that really drags on too much. So I will also give my point to big fish. Wow. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I will give it a great seal. Oh, the great seal, the Hogan great seal. That's how you know, go watch it right now then. Right now. Right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Still listen to this. Watch Big Fish. Yeah. <laughs> what is next week? Next week. I forgot already. Say it's Chicago. 
versus mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. Some musicals Ooh, for Musical okay. May. I didn't do the whole month musicals because there's not that many musicals out there. Yeah. So I figured I figured one is good enough. Perfect. That's good for me. I haven't seen either, so I'm excited. All right. Nice. I'm uh, curious to hear. Here. See? See here? See both. See here. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Perfect. As I'm sure everyone else is. Thanks for listening. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.